Hey, hey, welcome back to Parents Have Special Needs 2, and I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Happy 4th of July, everybody! I hope it's good one so far, that it continues to be a good holiday, and that you get to see the people you love. You get to hang out with them, and that you get to celebrate the country that you love, and the things that you love about it, even though I know there's a lot of things to not love about it, there are still great things about it. We want to focus on and build up those things so it makes us good. So, but there is a, a aspect of getting together with family during the holiday that I wanted to address, and that is feeling isolated. You can feel isolated fairly easily when your family's very different or your kids don't know how to get along with their cousins or they don't know how, you know, they just think and process so differently and they have different needs and then you are the one taking care of them. And that definitely shifts what your experience is when you get together with your family. And so I wanna address some of those things. Now, I want you to think about whatever circumstances are happening during your family events that you often connect with feelings of isolation. Now you can do this exercise with me and you don't have to necessarily pick out isolation. It can be some other emotion that that makes you want to avoid being there, like avoidance, right? Or worry or anger or frustration or something like that, where it's like, I don't want to go be with my family because of this thing, you know, because I feel this way. So you can put that in, in the place that I'm referring to isolation, but I feel isolation is one that I'm often hearing. So think about the circumstance, the thing that's happening, the trigger in which you feel isolated. So it could be a specific circumstance, a uh, um, situation at a family event where it's, you know, everybody's getting up and and dancing and doing stuff and and your child's not able to do that or you're not able to do that because you want to be with your kid or some sort of physical activity that your kid can't participate in and you need to sit on the sidelines with them, you know, or just medications, different needs that they have, uh, over sensory load that you need to take a break from, you know, what whatever it is, you know, or or even that you're expecting kind of your family to reach out and do a little bit more to help you feel involved or something like that. So think about whatever that thing is, whatever it is, that is the circumstance that for you triggers your thought that creates your feeling. In this case, I'm referring to isolation, but whatever feeling you feel, okay? That's the pattern right there. Now, I'm going to take a wild guess and say that the thoughts are likely centered around some sort of unmet expectation, whether that's something that you feel you should be doing or something you feel your family should be doing. But whatever it is, you feel like it should be a certain way and it's not, not being met. Like they're not planning activities that are inclusive or they're not planning meals that are inclusive or... They're not helping out or they're not reaching out or whatever it may be in your circumstance. You have this idea that your family should be a certain way, that the experience should be a certain way for you and your child or children, and it's just not. And that can be disappointing. It can feel isolating, etc. So let's talk about these expectations and why these specific expectations are not useful at all for you. Okay, these specific ones. And it's because 
if you have an expectation that, that someone else should show up a different way, you can't control other people. Like you just can't. I have not figured out how to do it. And if you have, if you figured out a way to do it and maintain a good relationship, please reach out to me. Like send me a message and let me know how you did it, right? Because that would be so much easier than doing the mental work to change the way that I'm thinking about those people around me, to address how I'm feeling. But from what I can tell, addressing how you're feeling, you're changing your expectations, that is the way to go. So if you're interested in switching out your emotion of isolation or whatever emotion you have chosen, it's not about getting someone to meet your expectations. It's about getting realistic expectations. That's how you do it. Think about how your family actually behaves when you get together. Now, set your expectation to that. And that's it. That's all you gotta do, right? Because. <laughs> It's like, oh, that's too simple. Are you serious? And I'm like, yes, I'm totally serious. Way, the way your family is already showing up is probably the way they're going to keep showing up, right? Unless they decide to change. And in that case, you can just be pleasantly surprised, right? I mean, hopefully it's a pleasant surprise. But when it comes to your expectations of them, Realistic expectations are expecting people to behave the way that they have been behaving. I'm not saying you have to like it. I'm just saying that is how it is. That's how they show up for whatever reason. And remember that reason's not about you, it's about them. But what I'm getting at is if you expect your family to behave the way that they behave, then you can bypass feeling negatively about their behavior. You can do the same thing with your kid. So you don't keep showing up to family get-togethers being like, maybe this time will be different. Maybe this time will be different. And then they behave the same way they've been behaving for who, who knows how long. And yet you're surprised and you're hurt. And it's like, why? Why are you surprised and hurt by that? Like they've, they really haven't changed things up very much. So you can just expect that they will keep doing that. So if you show up to family gatherings and your family seems to feel, uh, I don't know, uh, awkward for some reason, they feel uncomfortable because they don't exactly know how to interact with your child, then you can just show up to the next family reunion knowing or the family get together knowing this is how they're going to behave. And maybe just for a minute, step into curiosity and wonder maybe why. Or you can just decide you don't want to give it any meaning at all and just be like, you know what? That's about them. I don't know why they do that, but that's about them, not about me or my kid or anything like that. Now, what's so cool is that when you get to this place of having realistic expectations, then is the moment that you get to decide what you want to do. Okay, because now you've put the ball back in your court. Now you are in charge of how you feel. So that isolation that you're feeling isn't because of some unmet expectation out there. That isolation you're feeling is because of what you're thinking about that unmet expectation. But now that you don't have an expectation to be met, you've really freed that up. And now you can decide, hey, I think I'm going to go ahead and step up and I'm going to help these family members be like, you know what? Try this when you come to chat to my kid 
or these are the things they like. This is how you can really connect with them. I mean, that might be really helpful. Maybe that's just the thing they're looking for. Or maybe you can just expect, when I go to this family get-together, I'm not going to get to talk to a lot of the adults, you know, or we're not going to be involved in this and this and that because of where we're at right now, and that's okay. So I've actually made a plan that we're going to do X, Y, and Z instead when the rest of the family's doing that. Or we're going to be the best sideline cheerleaders ever, right? So it's tons and tons of options here. But because the ball's in your court, you get to decide what this experience is going to look like, and it doesn't need to be isolating. You've put yourself in a position now with not needing someone else to meet an expectation. You've put yourself in a position where you can be creative about this whole process. So I want to share with you something that my husband and I do when we go to family get-togethers, right? We actually will sit down and set out our expectations of us when we show up, knowing what things are going to look like for our family, knowing, okay, we have this capability set, right? So our two youngest can't really be involved in these sports, but our oldest one will want to be. And how are we going to divvy that up? You know, how are we going to involve them? And so it's, and who's going to be on who, right? Because we have two children. So it's like, okay, my husband will have one child and I'll have the other. And maybe that's how we decide to divvy it up for the whole get together. And then if we know what's going on, then we'll be able to prioritize and be like, hey, I really want to make sure I get in this activity with Elizabeth while I'm there. Or my husband will want to do something specific with Jacob while he's there. And so we've decided that the point of the get together, like what's the goal? The point is that we want to help our children have good experiences with their family. We want to help them have good experiences with us. And we want them to have a good time celebrating their country and celebrating their family. So that's the whole goal. And then if we decide, you know what, a certain family member showing up and my husband really wants to connect with them, then we will also try to work it out so that he can get some time to talk with them, right? Or play a game with them or something like that, because we love playing games. Our family does. And so we prioritize things that way. And then we also realize that we got to be flexible because we just don't know what things are going to happen with, you know, with anybody because it's, it's an irregular situation for us and our kids. So we got to be flexible with that too. But we go in with this kind of expectation that this is really what this get together is going to be about for us. And it's educational for our kids, or it's about us this time around getting to connect with other adults in the family or other kids, or, or it's about helping and spending time with our older child and making sure he gets to do activities he wants. And that has really helped us a ton. And then we go into the situation feeling proactive about it instead of waiting for somebody else to come back and to find us and to help us feel included and help us feel whatever it is we want to feel. The truth is they don't know. They're all up in their own business, thinking about their own world and what it's like for them to get together with family that they haven't seen in a while. Right, so let's not delegate that out to them. Let's keep it to ourselves. Let's keep the power and the ball in our court. 
Okay. Hopefully you found something there that was helpful for you. I know it's been incredibly helpful for me um, and my family, and it makes the experience so much better and so much more fulfilling. So happy 4th of July. Go enjoy it. And until next time, take care. <music>